This is Ashley Quinn, and you are listening to the 919 Podcast. Welcome. You are listening to the 919 Podcast, the only show all about the over 1.5 million people transforming the triangle. Well, I don't know how your Wednesday went, but mine was pretty crazy. Uh, My wife and I actually closed on a house. We had been looking on and off for a while and finally bit the bullet, put an offer, and closed yesterday, if you're listening uh, today on a Thursday. Uh, So on this podcast, I've discussed with a lot of guests what the real estate market is like in the triangle. Um, You know, we always talk about how fast the triangle is growing, how popular the area is, how many great jobs there are. And with that, a lot of people want to move here. And I think we even had a podcast with a guy named Brent and over at uh, Raleigh Government talking about how there's there's such a big need for, uh, I guess, smaller homes and more affordable uh, homes in the triangle. So uh, we've talked about a lot, but of course, I never experienced it firsthand. So for this pod, I spoke with Ashley Quinn, who was our realtor through the whole process, and she shares what it's like to buy a house in the 919. But before Ashley, I wanted to bring out another special guest onto the pod with me. I talk about her a lot, (coughs) my wife, Katie. Katie, welcome to the 919 Podcast. Hello. Hi. Um, are you excited to be a homeowner? I'm very excited. <laughs> um, was it what you expected buying a home? <laughs> I feel like I expected it to be much more stressful or complicated, um, but it really wasn't. I mean, everything kind of fell into place for us. Uh, I don't know why, but I feel like a ma- the majority of that could be contributed to having an awesome realtor. Uh, Ashley, so make sure you have a good team. Um, I think that was a, a huge part of our success. That's some good advice. Um, what are you most excited about with the with the new home? I'm very excited about having two sinks. <laughs> okay, two sinks <laughs> in our bathroom, and I'm very excited about our back porch and the tiki hut. <laughs> okay, <laughs> very fun. Uh, that's definitely, I think the two sinks is one of my favorites too. <laughs> that probably says a lot of, uh, yeah. Don't back. have to brush our teeth over each other anymore. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, backyard would be fun too. Um, any other words of advice as a, uh, as a, uh, real estate, you know, person? Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, any, uh, words of advice for people looking to buy a home? I think just to be patient with the process. Um. It can be discouraging. You know, the Raleigh market is crazy, but the right house is out there and you'll find it eventually and it'll be great. Awesome. All right, Katie. Well, thanks for joining. And now on to Ashley Quinn. Okay, I'm here with Ashley Quinn, realtor at Fonville Morrissey Realty. Ashley, thanks for being on the 919 podcast. Thank you, John. <laughs> this is going to be fun. We had an interesting day, I think. 
Uh, maybe not for you. For me, it was interesting. You do this kind of stuff every day, right? No, well, each one is different. Each it, one's special. Yes, I think yours was fun. Okay. Yeah, first of all. Because <laughs> you knew us personally, I guess. Yes, of course. Yeah. And our house is the best, right? The <laughs> yeah. best. So for those of you that don't know, Katie and I closed on a house today. And hours, I was over lunch. So um, hours later, we were recording an episode. Ashley was our realtor. So we spent... Eight hours signing paperwork or how, how, today uh, <laughs> seemed like it. Did. Oh, okay. I think close to two maybe it, signing. It really work. wasn't bad. I I think I expected it wasn't even two. I think it was like forty five minutes. Yeah, all total with walking through the house, getting to the office, signing the paperwork. I think it took us two hours. Yeah, no, so, the paperwork was maybe thirty minutes. It was super painless. Yes. So the only the only painful part is I couldn't use. For the, everything, I couldn't use my uh, the fountain pen I wanted to. I had to use a boring uh, G2 Pilot. Uh. Yes. So 919er John had a fancy pen at the closing today. But I couldn't use it. Yeah, and we nixed it. We were like, no, you can't use your pen. Uh, Katie kept trying to take it, take it away from me while we were um, you know, at the table. And I was like, no, I want to sign... So I didn't actually sign anything with it. But, but we did get some special pictures, we got I some, think, we of got you really, with the pen. We got really special pictures. <laughs> um, okay, well, I wanted to talk through the home buying process. And then, Ashley, you, you do so much realty. And the triangle, I want to talk about what that is like. Because the triangle is an interesting market. And yes. you, that's what you've said. And mm-hmm. I think that's what everybody's affirmed that owns a house or wants to look for a house in the triangle. But mm-hmm. uh, I really want to talk about you and how you said you're homegrown so you know, how um i guess how'd you become a realtor like how'd that work yeah great question Thank you. um so you can tell by this accent that i'm homegrown i am <laughs> north carolina born and bred and i've been in the triangle i actually went to college here and uh, i've been here a long time but i'll spare you the details where'd you go to college i went to meredith college yeah. first and then, Avenging Angels? Yes. Okay. How do you even know that? Well, I mean, there's a lot of uh, Meredith students that were, you know, came to NC State for games or whatever. So I was actually crew, so. a, a mean tennis player for the Avenging Angels <laughs> at Meredith College. <laughs> Super aggressive sport. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's how I got to Raleigh. But I've been in North Carolina my whole life. So um, my real estate career started three years ago uh, because... I had been a stay-at-home mom for the 10 years prior and really wanted to go back to work. And I had always been told my whole life, you should sell real estate. You should sell real estate. I had bought and sold five homes since uh, I'd been married and thought I knew a lot about real estate because I had bought and sold. Knew zero. Anyway, um, so I thought, you know, I'll give it a shot. And if it doesn't work out, then I'll do something else. Um, but if it does work out, this could be a career. And... Um, so the, I got my license, and the first year, I actually thought I would do it part-time, but I took off and sold 25 houses my first year, or helped people buy that and sounds, sell. That sounds like a lot. Is that a lot? It's for, a lot. Okay. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Okay. So it was just a whirlwind of um, learning, on-the-job training, really, while friends of mine were buying and selling houses, and I was helping them. So it was a great first year. And um, it has continued to just be so interesting and challenging and fun. And every house is different. Every client is different. And you combine all those things together. It is never boring. That is for sure. So that's how I got into it. Um, And you alluded to the fact that this market is interesting. And it is, which makes my job very interesting. So 
That's how I got into it. So how long have you been doing this now? Three years. Three years? Mm -hmm. You seem like you've been doing it a lot longer. Well, (laughs) it's... I I think it's just talking confidently. Well, (laughs) it is, but um, real estate has no hours. And so when I tell people I literally eat, sleep, and breathe real estate, I do. (laughs) So when you do this all day, seven days a week, I have no boundaries or margin in my life, as you can tell. (laughs) Um, So when you do this all the time and you look at these things all the time, now most people will buy a house every five to 10 years once. So I do this all day, every day. So I, I might have eight closings in a month. So that's eight different transactions. So, um, so yes, I, I, I know a lot more than the average person does about real estate, right. but, but I don't know everything. Sure. <laughs> um, well, I want to talk about um, Katie and I's buying process and then you being in that from the beginning was really, really cool and interesting. But um, how, how did you know Katie to start out with? I forget. Because we, we had the advantage of knowing a person who did you know, realty. So Yes. So I've known Katie since she was four years old. Aww. And I can remember her pigtails and her on her bicycle in our neighborhood. So I met her parents. We lived in the same neighborhood when we both lived in Greenville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they moved to Raleigh and then we moved to Raleigh and then all of our kids went to school together. It's like, it's like <laughs> six degrees of keel separation with Katie's family. Wow. So I've known her almost her whole life. Gosh. So <clears throat> yeah, I guess that's how we knew you. Uh, we had been thinking, of course, Katie got married, um, 2017. So we, we had been, you know, buying a home was always on the horizon and I, this was something, you know, Katie had lived in a house uh, most of her life. I hadn't, so this is very new. And then being in a uh, in the triangle, I, I, I've always been told the, the market's very competitive. Um, so I wanted to tell kind of the story and then see kind of from your perspective, you know, everything. But uh, we had been talking for six or maybe six months to a year about are we going to rent or buy. We'd been renting for about a year at that point. And we finally, at the beginning of this year, we decided, okay, we're just going to rent. You know, there, there's always going to be houses. There's always people selling and buying houses. We'll be okay. And then I just did, I did something I never do, which is just do a random search on Zillow, which I mean, we can talk about what we should or should not be using Zillow. But um, I just searched on Zillow and I found something cool. And so I think... I texted Katie, and before I'd even gotten a response, I texted you and Katie in a group chat. I was like, hey, can we look at this <laughs> this weekend? Uh, so were you surprised when, when that happened? Like, I was totally surprised yeah. because I had received a text two weeks earlier that said, you know, we're just going to rent. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about something new. I don't know, July. Yeah. And then all of a sudden from you, and I had texted Katie about that. And then all of a sudden this text pops up from you. Hey, what is this house? And I was like, okay, somebody's changing their yeah, tune somebody, here. <laughs> somebody's looking... Uh, and I, I think I was, the funny thing is I was always the one that was like, no, well, like more keen on renting. Uh, so you'd expect that to come from Katie maybe, but it was me who was uh, yes. saying, no, let's, let's do this. Let's yeah. look. So we looked at that house. It wasn't maybe a perfect fit. And then Katie had, you know, now we're in that mood and, uh, Katie did a random search and found the house that we ended up closing and, um, first sale by owner, um, you know, went to uh, I think you had counseled us at that point and saying like we went into um, the what do you call it the open house mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, weekend mm-hmm. and how many people were there probably I mean 
Well, we were the first ones there because I told you, I said, we're going to be the first ones in the driveway, the first ones in the door because I knew what was going to happen. And so we were the first ones in. And then in the first 15 minutes, I would say there were four other families in the house with us along with the sellers. And then more came in as we were leaving because we lingered for a while there because we had a strategy. Um, (laughs) So we lingered for a while. um, But but at least four families were in there while we were in there. Mm -hmm. So putting the offer that weekend and that was stressful, Uh, you know, crunching numbers over and over again. But uh, cool thing is they they accepted. It was cool and scary at the same time. But uh, and then you coached us through the inspection process and the appraisal process and insurance and um i like that the whole time you pretty much just said look just do what i say when i say it and you'll be good <laughs> you'll that's be right. good to go <laughs> that's right yes well especially in a situation like yours because um believe it or not i'm in this situation with clients frequently and because of the experience that i have in that situation where we're standing in a house with four other families and i'm listening to what they're saying and just i know the market i know what's going to happen with that house so i don't usually say do what i say when i when i say it but in that particular situation i i kind of knew what it was going to take in order to get it Mm. and so you guys were so open to my suggestions <laughs> and my coaching, so to speak. Well, but we um, also had yes. no idea what we were doing. So that, yes, that's true. <laughs> that yeah. helps to have someone who knows realty in your uh, on your side. Right. So, and then yeah, and then today we closed. So um, that, like we said earlier, it took maybe two hours total. So I don't know. We we got this up in one and a half months or so. Yes. Is that normal in uh, the triangle market? You think? So usually, once you have a contract it's 30 to 45 days before you own the the house. And part of that is the lender that you choose, which I also coached you on that a little bit before we ever made the offer um, to make yourself competitive. But yes, you're usually in a house, definitely within 60 days, but typically around 30 days. Wow. So I want to talk about real estate in the triangle specifically. Yes. Um, And this is the only place that you've done realty? Correct. Okay. What makes this different though from somewhere else in North Carolina or even the country. Okay, it's vastly different from other places in North Carolina. I would say that Charlotte and Raleigh are somewhat similar right now, but uh, there is no other place in North Carolina that's experiencing the growth that the Triangle is experiencing. There are other parts of the country that are experiencing it, but um, from my research, it's really this swath of southernness that is... um, Raleigh, Charlotte, Atlanta, that whole strip, Greenville, South Carolina, people just want to move to the South. And part of it is that our cost of living is still somewhat low, even though our perspective is we're going through a crazy real estate market because mm. um, we're having experiencing a population boom. But still, from other parts of the country, the traffic here is a dream. The cost of Which living- Which is hard to believe. It is, it is. But you know, when you live in San Francisco and you oh, have an sure. hour and a half commute one way when you live 20 minutes from your office, you know, um, Good this perspective. Is, yes. And uh, I've had a lot of clients in the past two years from Northern California, actually, and from the Northeast. And with the Northeast, it's taxes. So our, our property taxes are low, relatively speaking. Right. Um, 
from other parts of the country. So uh, I forgot what the original question was, but we are experiencing. So the statistic that's that's thrown around right now is 65 people a day are moving into the triangle. We're on every top 10 list of best places to live that you can possibly they find. They to take us off so people stop moving. <laughs> that's <so>. right. <laughs> it's horrible here. Don't move. It's terrible. Um, so that's the, that's the statistic. And um, the housing market has not been able to keep up. So... Um, new construction, we can only build a house so fast. And so what we're experiencing in certain price points is a shortage. And, um, and, and this is kind of widely known. You hear WRAL News will have it on there. It's a seller's market. It's a seller's market, which means that there's not a lot of inventory. But the truth of the matter is it is a seller's market at about 400000 and lower. So, um, that's where you're hearing stories about we've got four different families and four different agents in a house and there are offers, multiple offers on the first day the house is on the market. Mm-hmm. However, 400 and up, we are not experiencing a seller's market because that's where all of the new construction is. Builders can't make money building houses at a lower price point than that. So the new homes, if you'll look on Zillow or whatever particular app you're, you're looking at, if you'll look at the new homes, they're in that 400 and up price point. So um, we're at more of a balanced market there. So you're not typically running into a house in that price point and having multiple offers on the first day. So, and, and I say that because I think it's an important distinction hmm. if you are a seller. Because I will go in to meet with sellers. Now, I, I was your agent on the buy side. So I'll go in and meet with sellers who are in this price point, And they'll say, well, it's a seller's market. It's a seller's market. And I'll say, well, time out. Let mm. me show you what's happening mm. at your price point. It's not necessarily a seller's market there. So part of that is just education of, and really looking at the details and the ins and outs of what's happened in the market. But it is, it's fun. I mean, it's um, if you are at the least bit interested in real estate. It's really interesting to look at what's happening on the apps and seeing how fast they're moving. I have a client right now that's relocating from another part of North Carolina, and I have him on an automatic search, which means every time a house pops up, it comes directly to his email. And he called me two days ago, and he says, I am so frustrated because every time a house pops up in my email, by the time I can pick up the phone and call you, it's gone. (laughs) I said, I know. Get here for two days, and then we'll find you a house. So... Um, so it's fun and interesting, I think. How fast do houses sell in like the 400 and below? Um, well, think? I think you experienced this firsthand, right? right. Like those two days, maybe. Um, those. If your house is in a great area and it has really nothing wrong with it, it's going to sell in the first weekend that it's on the market. I just had a listing. We had four out four offers in the first four hours that house was on the market. <laughs> it was under two hundred, so that's even that compresses things even more. But um so they are selling quickly. And it's important that as a buyer, number one, that you have an agent that can guide you like I did and tell you because it's stressful. I, I call it the real estate roller coaster. When you are a buyer and you are in this price point, it's stressful. And um, it helps to have somebody who's been there before. But they're selling quickly. Um, Now, the market is slowing a smidge. Um, I wouldn't say you really feel it too much at that price point. But they're still selling within three or four days. I always wondered, what are the the hot areas right now in the triangle? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Well, inside the Beltline is always hot. Like 440 or? Inside 440. So when you've been here a long time, we call that the 440. Yeah. I mean, we call that the Beltline. It's 440. So inside 440 is always hot because it's close to downtown. Downtown Mm -hmm. is where all the action is. 
Um, Apex is hot because um, they've got great schools there and it's got a small town feel. Where I live is hot, which is Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, again, great schools, small town feel. There's a lot of new construction on the outskirts of Raleigh. So those areas are hot. So the further out you go, the more new homes there are. And so those those areas are hot. North Hills, where, you know, that, I mean, North Hills is kind of a larger area than just the, the shopping area, but anything Midtown North Hills is hot. There's a lot of uh, teardowns going on in North Hills too, so that's interesting. Teardowns meaning they... They're buying an older home, tearing it down, and then putting a million dollar house in its place. Wow. <laughs> Gosh. Sorry. How much do you know about like Durham or Chapel Hill, you know, what they're experiencing? Because I know you always hear like Raleigh's, you know, crazy you know, market, but Durham and Chapel Hill must be similar, right? They are. They are. Uh, really, it's the whole triangle. Mm. So I specialize really in Wake County. I have a team member with me who specializes in Durham and Chapel Hill. So we kind of tag team on that a little bit. But, um, you know, Durham's just so great. The downtown and millennials are loving Durham because of the food scene, the beer scene, the mm. whole thing. Um, there's And you can also, in Durham now, get an interesting house downtown and do something fun with it. So buy something that needs some work and uh, do some fun things with it, even more so than you can in Raleigh. So, yes, everybody's experiencing the same boom. I wondered, um, you've been doing realty. What, you know, what are some crazy stories you've had over the past few years? Uh, either with, And you've been on both sides. You've been on the uh, helping a buyer and helping a seller. Correct. I do both, which I think really gives me unique experience because I can get in the heads of whoever's on the opposite side because I, I represent both sellers and buyers. Right. So here's a fun story. This actually happened last year. And I was helping a buyer client who was relocating from another state. And usually what happens in that situation is you've got two days to find a house because they're flying <laughs> in. We're looking, they're getting to know, they're getting to know the 919, where do I want to live? And then also homes. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a bit of HGTV syndrome. I don't know if you know what I mean by no, that. No, tell me. Okay, so everybody watches HGTV. And so that's the vision they want for their house. Fixer upper. Like, or, or, or no, they really want the end result. Oh. They want the, <laughs> okay. you know, They want what Chip and JoJo's house looks like at the end of the show. That's yes, what they want. Yes. That's a total aside. So so we have to kind of work through all expectations <laughs> in that 48 hours. Anyway, total aside. Um, so we looked at houses the first day and then they said, "Well, let's look at some let's let's change directions. Let's look at something else day 2." And I said, "Great. Made a plan. Out we go." About lunchtime day two, she decided, I really want that new construction house that we saw yesterday. I said, all right, let's abandon the afternoon. Let's go back there and make an offer. I walk into the sales center, which whenever you go into a new construction neighborhood, there's always one house that has a sales agent in it. Mm. I walked into the sales center and my clients were back in their car. And I said, we want to make an offer on that lot. And she said, I've got another offer on it. And I said have you signed it yet? And she goes, no. I said, hold on just a second. (laughs) I run out of the sales center, shut the door. I looked at my clients and I said, I need you to come in here and I need you to do everything I say when I tell you to do it. (laughs) And so they, I mean, they had their eyes were big and they were like, okay, okay, okay. (laughs) So we went into the sales center. Very long story made short. I held those people hostage for an hour and a half and the sales (laughs) agent. Until we heard back from the manager that we had gotten the lot. Wow. wow. Now, he, and here's what's great, is that had they 
not had me, they would have walked into the sales center and that agent would have said, we've got another offer, sorry. And they would have walked out the back door. Mm. I mean, walked out the front door. But I was like, oh, no, no, no. We're getting this house today. And they live in it right now. So that was <laughs> that was probably the craziest day. And I kept saying to them, I kept looking, uh, you know, around the corner. I kept going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But we're going to get this house. It's fine. We're going to get it. Uh-huh. So because we didn't leave, we got it. Right. <laughs> Goodness. So that was that was interesting. Um, I did have a time where I had somebody call me who wanted to list their house. It had been a rental. And I, you know, I wouldn't characterize my personality as fancy, but sometimes I'll dress a little fancy. Sure. And this particular day, I had on heels. I didn't really know what I was walking into. I don't heels literally or in a dress. Or oh, literally. <laughs> I knew the area, um, but I, you know, I was definitely not dressed appropriately. And and the seller said, "Well, we'll meet you there." I said, "Great." We walk into this rental house, and five hundred roaches. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I, that's my least favorite creature. Yeah, on this uh, I mean, it was oh. it was like a horror movie. So oh, I, I, so I, I retreated. I mean, I ran out of that door and said to them, um, first order of business, <laughs> here's the number of a pest control company. Oh they have to go gosh. before we can list this house. What were they, were they just thinking? Yeah, we're going to sell this house as is or they were I, just like fix our problems or. I really did <laughs> not know what. I don't know what they were thinking. I oh don't know. God. I just think they thought it wasn't going to be an issue and it was definitely going to be an issue. But here's what's funny. Ugh. We put that house on the market and had seven offers on the first day. Now, the roaches were gone, but it was still, I mean, it was definitely, I mean, beyond a fixer-upper, but still had seven offers on the first day. Well, that's impressive. <laughs> but that, that was, that, it was not good. That and I was not expecting my, it. It makes my skin it crawl. It was not good. Not good. Gosh. So, so interesting. And, and you know what's funny is when I set an appointment to, to do a listing presentation in someone's house, they always apologize. My house is such a mess. And I say, I assure you. I've, <laughs> I've seen not. worse. Yeah, I assure you I've seen and smelled worse. <laughs> that smelled worse. Yeah, I promise. Oh, my gosh. That makes my sin crawl. It was but, not fun. I mean, when you told them that, they're like, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I guess so. Like, <laughs> they were very nonchalant. Like, and okay. it just it just proves that some people's tolerance for that kind of thing and the way they live is vastly different than maybe the way I live. And one person's <laughs> trash is another man's treasure and the sure. whole thing. So, yeah, it, it that was a bad day. Where do you see a lot of people, um, come like, if they're coming from out of – actually, let's just ask this. Where do you see people coming from to buy a house in, in the Triangle? Are they from the Triangle primarily, or do you think they're from out of town? I mean, where so, are you seeing a lot of people come from? The term we use for people coming from out of state is relocation. So I have a lot of relocation clients, mm-hmm. and it's because of what we talked about before. Right. I mean, honestly, my heart beats fast when I drive into Raleigh and I see the skyline, like I tear up. My husband thinks that's the weirdest (laughs) thing ever, but I love Raleigh so much that, um, that I I tear up when I see the skyline. And I think that wagon wheel is your anthem. Yes. Yes. Cause it says Raleigh. That's right. Um, yeah. Um, and I think people are tired of, um, the cost of living elsewhere and the traffic elsewhere. Or and, the super, what are they call them? Just super big cities. Yes, yeah. and they want to do something. I mean, we have the beach. We have the mountains. Right. So a lot of people moving. And I and um, a lot of people 
uh, in their 20s buying hmm. houses because we've got such tech industry here and right. it's attracting them and um, and they want to build wealth and this is a great way to build wealth and so they're looking to get the heck out of their apartment. <laughs> You're describing Katie house. and I. That's yeah. right. Okay. Just get me out of my apartment, please. <laughs> so if if I am interested, well, I'm not, I'm saying like if I'm a listener, but if I'm interested in buying a home, like what are the first things I'm doing? What I, sh- what I what should I do? Should I contact a realtor immediately or should I just start casually looking? Like what are my steps? That's a very good question. So I know what happens. You download apps and you start swiping. That's usually what people do. Uh-huh. Um, and that's fun and healthy and a great thing to do. My advice is contact a realtor early. So if you think we might want to buy six months from now, contact your realtor at that point. Mm. Because just like we mentioned, I think your first question was, is it normal to close within 45 or 60 days? Yes. So let's just say you want to move into a house in July. Let's back that up 60 days to, to even sign on the dotted line. Then you have to find a house. So let's back that up 60 more days. Now we're looking at four months. Mm-hmm. So you really need to contact a, a, a realtor who can ask you questions and help you hone in on what you really want. Mm-hmm. The the and, and a good realtor is going to tell you and recommend a great lender. So the vast majority of people have to borrow money for a house. Yes. There is a slim <laughs> margin of people that can pay cash for a house and um, you need a good lender that's going to coach you along the way Um, and those discussions need to happen before you ever walk into a house because you need to know number one what can I afford and do I have the money to buy the house like do I have enough money in my savings account for the closing costs and inspections and things like that and those conversations need to happen very early so I would say start early you need an agent a lot of people do not realize that as a buyer you don't have to pay for a realtor why wouldn't you have one it would not having one is like walking into court without an attorney (laughs) and the person on the other side has an attorney Uh if even if you buy new construction the person that is sitting in that sales center works for the builder. They have the builder's best interest at heart. Mm. Why would you not have someone that can coach you, especially as a buyer, if it costs you nine times out of 10, it'll cost you nothing to have a, an agent. So call an agent. The agent will recommend a good lender, and those are the places to start. I was going to say, for lending, we, we hadn't spoken to you about this yet, but we were, we were starting to look for, like, how, where do we get loans? So we download... <laughs> I think Rocket Mortgage. Yes. And within a day, I think <laughs> I think that morning I got at least 10 phone calls from these random companies. Mm-hmm. And I, I texted Katie. I was like, we made a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> this was not good. This was a huge mistake. Well, and, what's, and I tell people that. And then emails too. Yeah, it was yeah, bad. I will tell clients, don't call an internet lender. And they don't believe me. They're yeah. like, what? She doesn't want me to get it. Oh, and there's a misconception that the lender and I are in cahoots. If I receive any kickback from a lender, I lose my license. So that is absolutely. Here, here is the interest that I have in a lender. If you are buying in that competitive price point, you need to be competitive. And how fast your lender can close makes you competitive. Also, are they going to communicate during the process with you, with me, with everybody in this transaction? You need a good lender. And I like to be able to have a person that I can get to. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge component of the whole thing. Sure, you can get somebody on the internet, but I bet I can find you somebody in Raleigh that can beat the rate on the internet and 
provide better service and a better transaction for you. And you see them in person. Yes, you see them in person. <laughs> like your nice. lender came today. Yes, that was cool. That it was, was cool. cool. And um and and we see lenders all the time, so on both sides. So I have transactions if I'm the listing agent and the buyer on the other side has chosen their own lender, I see those lenders and interact with those lenders. Mm. So let's just say year 1 I said 25 transactions that were 25 different lenders. So I see them, I know them, I know what's happening. <laughs> And I can recommend good ones to you. So, yeah, call an agent, find a good lender, and then both of those two will hold your hand through the process. What are you seeing, um, we're going to wrap up here, what are you seeing in the triangle? Uh, is there a certain type of style of house? Um, or, uh, I don't know, like, you know, are there any characteristics of the actual buildings in, in uh, the triangle that you wouldn't find somewhere else? Or? Well, I don't know that you wouldn't find them somewhere else. Um, we are two-story heavy, so finding a ranch is difficult. Whereas in Florida, there are only ranches. Right, so, right. Um, or if you go to New Mexico, everything looks like it's been built out of clay. So, you know, our architecture here now with new construction is very craftsman. So every they want all the neighborhoods to look like Mayberry. I don't know if you're familiar with the Andy Griffith show. I lived in Winston-Salem. Okay, so, I, so I yes. I went to Mount Pilot. And <laughs> well, they want all the neighborhoods to look like sidewalks and two-story front porches. I mean, mm. if you're in Raleigh and you can't, you don't have a front porch, then something's there's a problem um because um, most of them have a front porch actually you didn't tell us this before you don't have a front porch yours have, is not new it was not built right now though. that you do you have a fantastic back porch thank by you. the way thank you but no front porch no front porch but that's okay um so i would say predominantly what's being built are two stories open concept which means there are very few walls in between your family room and your kitchen um, but also what I love about Raleigh is that um, we're not completely brand new. So we do have some history here. And especially inside 540, you can find some interesting things that have some you know interesting characteristics to it that you can make your own. And um, those are fun properties. I've actually shown some really cool properties around NC State in the past year that you don't even know they're there. And... You know, of course, people in NC State are, appreciate architecture. And there's some great mid-century modern. By mid-century modern, I mean built in the 50s and 60s. Interesting things that may or may not have been updated. So hmm. we, we've got some cool pockets of of homes in Raleigh. That's it's not cool. just all new. <laughs> um, before we end, you got any more? <laughs> Those two stories are pretty good. You got any more uh, off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, any stories? Those are my those are my two favorite stories. Those are those are pretty good. Yeah, they're um, most of the stories that I tell people are are stories similar to what we experienced, where um, where I'm in a, a 1,300 square foot house with five agents and their clients, and we're passing mm. the key around. That actually happened to me recently, <laughs> where we're all passing the who was next? Who's gonna leave? We're gonna leave. Do you have the key? Do you want the key? How do you get in the crawl space? I mean, we're asking each other all of these uh -huh. questions, that kind of thing. So that happens frequently also and, and is fun and interesting. I have written an offer on the hood of my car in pen <laughs> in Nightdale. I wrote an offer on the hood of my car wow. and turned it into the agent. So oh um, because we wanted to be the first ones in. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm sure I'll think of some more at two in the morning. Yeah. But <laughs> when you're still working. That's Yeah, that's right. Of course. Well, Ashley, uh, from Katie and I, thank you so much for, um, you know, being our realtor and uh, helping us, through the, holding our hands through the process. So we're excited to hold that key um, 
here in a couple weeks, so thank you. It was my honor to do that. It was fun. And thanks for taking time out of your day and being on the 919 Podcast. Certainly. Thank you. You just listened to Ashley Quinn from Fonville Morrissey Realty. You can actually follow the podcast on social media at The 919 Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You'll get updates throughout the week and maybe even sneak peeks into future episodes. Check out my Patreon page if you want to be even more of a supporter and make it your goal to share this podcast with one person this week. And as always, thanks for listening.